Welcome back to the Charged Up Show. In this episode, we talked to Guelph Storm right winger Braden Bowman. Braden played for the Dutchies and recently got drafted into the OHL by the Guelph Storm to play with Episode 3 guest Ben McFarlane and Episode 9 guest Cooper Walker. This episode was brought to you by 519 Sports Online. 509 is a positive promotional platform which brings you highlights and interviews from your favorite teams across the region. Make sure to check out their social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and be sure to like and subscribe to 509's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash 519 Sports Online. Thank you to Darren and his team for supporting the Charged Up show. Braden Bowman with a tip in front. That's two shorties and a goal in the power play. Third period, Braden Bowman in front, going down, bangs it home. That's his fourth goal of the series. Kitchener in control. A few minutes later, the Dutchman on the power play, it goes to Braden Bowman. He scores his 20th goal of the season, the Victus product, giving the... Please welcome my boy, Braden Bowman, or Bones, to the podcast, finally. <laughs> it's about time. Okay, Bowen, so all, all the viewers just watch your highlights. We didn't tell you about this, actually, but with our awesome editing skills, they just saw all your highlights from the Dutchies. So it's pretty pretty good intro. And what what do you mean it's about time? I've been trying to get you on forever. <laughs> I, was, I was a bit nervous to hop on when you guys got a good reputation and everything, so I didn't want to mess up. You know, I got the confidence up, and I feel good. So are you more more nervous than on a, a five one nine video or? I don't know. I feel pretty confident with Darren there. He's a good uh, good interview. Okay, okay, great guy, great guy. Just get on steep, you know. Like, just, just get on the porch. I get on steep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Nate and Keith are gonna they were gonna do our five one nine speed round with you. You have to answer every question as fast as you can. No. Yeah. First thing that comes to mind. They're gonna they're gonna hammer out some good questions. I haven't even looked at them. All right. Uh, and we'll, we'll see some of them. Yeah. Just yeah, be prepared. They're uh they're interesting, but we'll we'll get them done. <laughs> All right, Keith. All right. Start it off. If you go anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? I mean, without COVID though. <laughs> uh, Hawaii. Ooh. All right. Um, go to cheat meal. Baconator from Wendy's. Ooh, okay. okay. Wait, Wait, David or Crosby? McDavid. Okay. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that already, but Crosby's better. All right. Uh, dog or cat person? Dog, 100%. Go to dance move? I don't know. I was watching Ertles yesterday. I like his uh, move the hips answer. I have to go with that <laughs> one, too. Oh, oh, fair enough. was the worm. Oh, the worm, eh? That's a good one, too. Right? That's what Koalix said, was it not? I said that. I think so, interview. yeah. I, I can bust out a worm. Pretty nasty. Um, all right, go to hype Do you want to do it on the video? Yeah, <laughs> just do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, go, what's your go-to hype song? I don't know. Maybe some, like, ACDC stuff. All right, all right. Like, I don't know. Couple of those songs are good. Auntie, it's <laughs> a good one. Favorite movie? Step Brothers or the other guys, probably. Okay, right. okay. That's a popular one. It seems like. All right. Um, for for last year Halloween, what were your costume? What was your costume choice? I was a cow. <laughs> okay. A cow. <laughs> Otters and everything. 
Yeah. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Let's go. In a movie about your life, who would play you? Maybe like Liam Hemsworth. All right. Oh, okay. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, Favorite TV show to binge? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. All right. Uh, Favorite, uh, what could you cook the best? Favorite meal to cook? Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese? Okay, okay. Uh, A window or aisle seat on a plane? Window. I like to get a look at the view. It's pretty nice. The Simpsons or Family Guy? Family Guy. (laughs) Okay. All right, last question. When you're at the dentist, I got to know this. What what type of toothbrush are you going for? What color? (laughs) Blue. Always blue. (laughs) All right. Okay, on a more serious note, I'd like to add one. Who 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 do you role model your game after? Um, kind of like Ryan Johansson mixed with like Nazem Kadri, like a bit of grind with Kadri, but like good vision with Johansson. Just like the mixture between them. So, kind of first question is a lot of people call you Bonesy or Bone. Parents call him Bonesy for the record. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's his name, but. Continue your question. <laughs> How'd you get that nickname? Um, so when I was like younger, like 10 or 11, I was like super skinny, like just skin and bones. So my dad just used to call me bones and then it stuck pretty much forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a, that's a plot twist. I was not expecting that as the <laughs> yeah, origin story. It's my last name, but no. Well, I, I thought I thought okay, it's to just like everyone has their hockey nickname, right? Like, well, everyone calls me Mules at the rank or whatever, right? Yeah. Something K, okay, like it's just Bones. And then I go over to his house, and his mom's like, "Hey, Bones, how was your day?" And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and "I was like, what?" I was so con- so confused. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll get into the hockey now. Is uh, just the current before we go over the last year or two, and how are you finding? Um, not necessarily the training, but the mental side of training right now. Like, obviously, I'm going through it, too, and we're about the same for training right now, and how are you going through it? Yeah, it's kind of just, like, doing as much as you can with what you have, honestly. Like, whatever, like, whoever does the most right now is going to be more beneficial when the season starts, so always have that in the back of my mind, just trying to do more than, you know, like, my peers, like, just do a little bit more than my competition just so I can have the upper hand when the season starts. That goes that goes right into last year and how was it working out obviously um with um you're now a teammate Sikik and also a more notable being able to work out with Mark Shifley and Hoffman and maybe not working right with them, but just getting to watch them on a daily basis and how much did you learn from that? Uh yeah, like it's pretty cool watching them and how they handle themselves in the gym and all the little things that they do just to get to get better than the other guys are going against so you take as much as you can from them and then just try to implement it into your training and off on and off the ice you know yeah oh yeah i don't it's it's crazy to see like just how die like i don't know like i i'm with i see brian little on a on a pretty regular basis but like like what are the things you notice from them like let's like let's get some specifics and obviously they're just crazy focused but what are some of the things that you noticed yeah like you said the focus and then just like like the little things like breathing, doing like, ch- like just like head up, chest up, all the little things that are going to get them maximize their, their like what they're trying to get out of the workout. So just the little things like that 
just trying yeah. to get better every time, not skipping a rep or anything like that, just trying to get better. Yeah, exactly. Would you say your motivation's kind of lower or you're not as motivated right now just because of the circumstances? Yeah, so, I mean, in the beginning, it was kind of hard going from three times a day on the ice sometimes because of Victus and just normal practices and then going from that to, like, just nothing, no ice time for, like, two, three months. It was kind of tough, but then you start to realize that everyone's in the same boat and then whoever does the little thing is going to be the guy who comes on top in, in the end. So just stick handling the green biscuit, shooting pucks as much as you can on the rollerblades, stuff like that, until the ring started opening up, which is really good. Yeah, that's a great yeah. answer for sure. The um, beginning was definitely the hardest I found too. And at the beginning, like, you're like, okay, like, this is great. And like, you know, you can, all you all you do is work out now, but like it gets pretty. It was pretty tough for a while just to have motivation when you're training for October, maybe even November, right? Yeah, for sure. Definitely shows you too, like the people who, who like grip on and keep going. Like they're they're the ones that are, are going to succeed on the other end of this too, right? Yeah, they're the ones that are grinding yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. So we'll, we'll hop into hockey now and. One, I just asked this question earlier, and um, to Ertl, not earlier, to Ertl, <laughs> and um, he he had the same response I did, and obviously, I didn't play minor major AAA, and maybe that's why I have this opinion, but you're obviously someone who played minor major AAA, and now that you're a year out, almost going into your second season on minor major, like, how insignificant is that year, now that you're out of it? Yeah, I mean, leading up to the season, everyone's talking about it because obviously the draft's at the end of the year. But I think that even if you play AAA or don't, it's honestly whoever works the hardest, whoever does all the little things right and just works as hard as they possibly can. It doesn't matter if you played AAA that year or not. I think that's like with you mules, worked hard, and then you're uh, going to Pete's camp if they uh, hopefully have one. So just honestly work hard and then just do all you can to compete against everyone else yeah that's that's a pretty wise answer and um kind of moving into like the nhl camps we uh we saw you had a first OHL. oh yeah sorry ohl camps so you had a first taste how was that experience and did you enjoy anything yeah it was it was really fun i mean seeing all the the guys there them on the team and the guys were competing it was pretty cool to be able to play with them and against them and you see how hard they work and their habits on and off the ice so you just try to soak soak it all in while you're there and then try to you know, use it back when uh back in your season and hopefully make the team the next year how much going into that first rookie camp as a 16 year old um how much did it help having sickick obviously a very good friend of yours but Charged up show guests Cooper Walker and McFarland were coming out with their golf video sometime this this week or it'll probably be out by the time we upload this podcast. Shameless plug. <laughs> so you go check out the Charged Up Open. But yeah. how how awesome was it to have that? Like you know, it's it's one thing going to Guelph, but being able to have all those guys and being close versus going to Flint and you know absolutely no one going there. Or that's just yeah, insane. I was really fortunate to be able to know a bunch of the guys that I like going into my first camp. It really helped, but I was really fortunate. Like having sick egg, as you said, like Benny and Coop, it was, I was really, uh, I was really excited. I was really nervous at the same time, but then 
I had them there to help me through it, guide me through a couple of things. So it was really, they supported me a lot and it was really, I was really happy for that. What did you find uh, really cool about playing in the OHL and like the kind of adjustment and transition from everything else? Did you, did you find it challenging? Yeah, I did. Like when I played my first game, the exhibition game, I, my first exhibition game was, I was really nervous for. And then once you get out there, you just, there's a lot of people watching. You just kind of drown the fans out and you try to play your game. Obviously it's really like super fast hockey. You got to, make uh, really quick decisions, but I felt like I was prepared, uh, really, really well prepared for that. And then when I played my first game regular season, it was a big change because I played in the, the GOJHL for most of my uh, whole season. And then jumping from that league to the OHL was a big jump, but I felt like I was really prepared because we kept the high tempo and the practices that we had for the Dutchman and stuff like that. So I felt like I was prepared for that. And then what was your, we'll, t- we'll, we'll hammer out all of our Dutchies questions now. And what was your original adjustment to Junior B? Obviously you had an awesome season. You had third on the team in points. Like uh, you had an awesome season, but how, how was your adjustment at the start? We all know how it finished and how awesome you, you were, especially by the end of the season. But what was it like at the start for you? Yeah, it was minor midget to any level of junior is obviously a big jump, but I felt like the guys in the Dutchman uh, helped me a lot being able to transition. And then the gameplay was it's obviously really physical in that league. And you just got to work as hard as you can. And you start to get used to it after a couple of games. And then just trying to go to the rink and work as hard as you possibly can. And obviously getting some points is good, but you got to work hard to start. And then the points will eventually start to come. So, How, how do you deal with the ups and downs throughout the season? Oh, uh, I think we had we were uh, we had a I think we lost our first two games of the season, and then once we started playing together and practicing as hard as we can and just working as hard as we can, the wins started to come. And then obviously there was a couple of slumps in the season, but we went to practice, worked out what we could, and worked as hard as we could. And then as we uh, as we went on, the slumps started to die out, and we started to get the wins, but. I felt like our team was really good at dealing with adversity like that. So I was really fortunate to have the group of guys that we did on our team. And um, another um, guest we had on our show, uh, Sean Kowalik, he's a really cool guy as well. But how do you find him as captain and playing under his wing for the second half of the season? Yeah, he was a really good captain. I mean, he's always helping out the younger guys and even the older guys. But as a 16-year-old, I was really nervous going in. And then he... Uh, kind of took me under his wing and then supported me through most of the season, which I was really thankful for. And yeah, he's an unbelievable player. And I was really, really fortunate to be able to play on his line for, for a bit there and just watching the stuff he did with the puck and how hard he worked. It was really awesome to see that. It's cool to see the tables kind of turn as well. Cause I know uh, this season Matt's going to be playing with Sean Kowalik as well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's really, it's, all, it's honestly like a privilege just to be able to play with him. He's such a good player and an awesome guy too off the ice. So yeah, Neil is going to have a lot of fun. And I, I want to go back and touch on the slumps. And you, you definitely didn't deal as much uh, with as much slumps as I did this year. But um, how how did you deal with personal slumps? I, I know you talked about team because you 
trying to act like a team first guy on the podcast, but <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm joking, obviously. But uh, how did you deal with personal slumps? And I know you didn't have a lot, but even the couple games, you expect to score a couple points and you don't get any. And how did you deal with those? Yeah, obviously, sometimes you go on like five, ten game streak where you don't get a point or a goal. And it's tough to deal with at first, but then, you know, you just start working. You work hard trying to do the little things right, play a bit more simple, and then as as, as the, the games go on, you get more comfortable, and then the points start to come or the results that you're looking for start to come. But it's honestly just going back to the basics when you're in a slump and then just building up from there, and then you'll eventually be able to get the points coming in and then get the results you were hoping for. Your first game in Saginaw, um, how, like, what was the moment that you found out and like, how was the overall experience of the game? Yeah, so I got a call from the GM. I think it was like a couple days before just asking me what, if, I was, if we had a game or practice that day, and I said no. And he asked me if I wanted to come play for them, and I was, like, I was really nervous in the beginning, and then once I started driving there and got on the bus and stuff, I was the nerves started kind of to go away, but then when you get to the rink and then just like doing warm up, you're just thinking about it and you're nervous. And then honestly, when you step on the ice, all the nerves just go away and you just got to play your game and work as hard as you can. So obviously you had your two games and like, it's hard. Like for me, like let's ask like something that would benefit me. Like what are the biggest things you took away from those two games, even though it's only two games? Like what, what was it like being on the ice and what did you take away from it? Um, yeah, like I said, it's just watching before and after the game, how the, the players on glove handled themselves, you know, maybe it's going in getting a workout after the game, doing the stretches before the game, just little things like that. And then on the ice, obviously just make always tape to tape passes, shots are, you know, you don't really see many shots missed the net wide for the other team's breakout and stuff like that. It's just the little things that separate the, the good players like from the great players and then I tried to take a lot of those things back to the Dutchman when I went back. Just always keep keep your feet moving, head up, and stuff like that. And I felt that that really helped me out when uh, I went back to the Dutchman. Yeah, that goes right along with our next one. And obviously, with guys like Kowalik, Smilski, and all all the twenty bombs you guys had on the defense, obviously, you were one of the favorites to win win the GOJHL. And what was it like hearing? Um, the season was canceled in the second round of playoffs. Yeah, I was, I was extremely upset because I felt that we had a, you know, a strong chance to win the Cherry Cup with the group that we had, and we were playing really good going into playoffs in the first round. We played good, and then we played one game against Cambridge, and I thought that you know we played real good that game. And then when we got the news, I was really upset, and I made a lot of. A lot of good friends that season, and we had a really close team, so it was really upsetting hearing that the season was over and we couldn't get a chance to win. Yeah, that's that's tough for so many people, and I mean, it, I'm glad uh, glad to hear that you're still kind of, you know, maintaining your workouts and stuff like that. So once the season comes back on, you'll be you know full gear and ready to go. Yeah, and, uh, during during that season, we got some. We always we always do our best to get info and and Paul Fee, who who's he's going to come on next week. Actually, he's been helping us with a lot of info for the Dutchies boys. And what's your comment on every time you guys are out to dinner, you're always mucking three pounds of wings? <laughs> um, I mean, Wednesdays during the season, I had to 
we had workouts and then I got pretty tired, pretty hungry. And then all the boys would go out for wings. Might've had, might've had a couple too many, but they were so good that I can, it's balking uh, season. Resist. <laughs> now kind of like last question here, but what are you looking, uh, what are you looking forward to most about your future in the OHL? Uh, I think it's just being able to play uh, at that at that high level that I've been dreaming to play for my whole life and working towards, and then making some new friends, new bonds that I'm hopefully going to have for a long time, and then you know expanding the ones that I already have with some of the guys in the team, and I'm just super excited to get the chance to do that. And what are the things that you you need to you know from playing your couple games, from playing your getting your feet wet in junior B, what are the things that you need to do or to work on? I like, what are the things you think you need to improve to be able to be effective at that next level? Um, I think that, you know, just getting stronger, obviously getting stronger, faster, but having a quick release is really important. I, need, I think I need to work on that. Just getting the puck off my stick quick, surprising goalies sometimes. And then, and uh, I think having quicker feet, being just like faster pace, because obviously quick transitions in, in the OHL and then fat, they're all really fast skaters. So improving that and uh, release and my, my first three steps and stuff like that, I think I'll be able to if I improve that. I'll be able to play the best of my abilities. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on Bones. And uh, we're hoping we'll get you in a charged up open soon. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me boys.